Welcome to the Root of Power podcast, where I teach you how to step into your power, find alignment, and create a life that you love using holistic methods, interviews with industry leaders, and inspiring stories from people who know that true freedom is found within. I'm your host and health and wellness bestie, Amanda Chills, and I'm so proud of you for choosing to step into the root of your power. Hello, hello, podcast fam. I know you guys really love my <laughs> my really good intros. I am so glad that you're here. I am so honored that you allow me the space to party with you and try and teach you what I know and that you just let me be here. Like, it's dope and I appreciate you and I hope you're living your best fucking life. And if you're not, let me know. I may be able to help. And if I can't help, I can probably point you in the direction of somebody who can help. Don't just suffer and be a martyr. Like, reach out. Reach out for support. It's often a lot easier than you think to change the things that are the problem. If you're wanting a community, uh, I got you. I am building one just for you with my friend Caitlin, who is a massage therapist and yogi. She is awesome y'all so you get two wonderful holistic practitioners for the price of a fraction of us literally because the membership is a lot cheaper than working with us one-on-one so if you are interested in that head to livemyhappyhealth.com slash community and you will find that um all right let's freaking party What are we going to talk about today, Amanda? Well, if you read the title, which you don't have to, I guess, um, but if you read the title, you're going to see that today we're going to talk about how to suck. Now get your mind out of the gutter because we're not talking about that kind of sucking, although that would be a pretty interesting episode. I feel like that would have to be more of a video. (laughs) Not really as good on audio format. So how do we suck? Why? Why do we want to suck? You may say, Amanda, why do I want to suck? Well, one, because if you never suck at anything, you never get good at anything. If you never take a risk, you never get a reward. And all the other really great, clever quotes about those things. But what it really boils down to is if you ever want to do anything in your life that's worth doing, You're going to have to get out of your comfort zone. You're going to have to be a beginner. The only way that we become an expert, the only way that we get better at something is by being a beginner, is by sucking. Like you're going to suck when you do new things and then you suck a little less and then you get better and then you're good, right? So when I first started this podcast. Um, (laughs) If you want a real laugh, go back and listen to the first episode. It was a little janky jank, but now it's better. I think it's better if you still think it's terrible. I don't know why you're listening to it, but like, let me know. Um, The first animals I took care of, like y'all, I was not, ooh, I did not have the knowledge that I have now. Um, The first time I tried swimming, I was eight years old and I was freaking terrible. It took me years to be good. The first whatever insert whatever the thing right like if you want to start playing the piano you do not start as Mozart 
Mozart did not start as Mozart. It took years of practice. He practiced so much, his hands were deformed. That's how he became Mozart. So when we want to do something, especially when we want to be good at something, if you want to start a business, if you want to get better at your job, if you want to learn a new skill, if you want to take up a new hobby, you're gonna have to suck at first. So get your eggplant ready. Wink, wink. So many good puns in this one, guys. Like, I have to do it, you know? We gotta make our own fun in this life. So that's what I'm doing with this episode. Um, So let me tell you guys a story. This episode actually came about because I started doing adult gymnastics. It's like child gymnastics, except we're all freaking terrible. And by we all, I mean me. Me is terrible at gymnastics. I'm constantly eating it. I can't land anything. Um, I'm just awful, right? So there's like seven-year-olds, five-year-olds, three-year-olds who are better than me. Literally, like worlds and worlds and worlds better than I am. Why? They practice it more. They're not like inherently more gifted. They just have been doing gymnastics for a year, whereas I have been doing it for six weeks. Um... And now I have a little bit of background in it because I was a synchronized swimmer and I did it a little bit in college, but I was terrible then too because it wasn't like a typical practice. Um, so if I was so in my head about looking awful and being embarrassed, I would never have done gymnastics. I would never have done anything. I wouldn't have started a business. I wouldn't have done anything. I wouldn't be on Instagram. I wouldn't do this podcast. I would literally do nothing with my life. And I want you to think about that dynamic. I really want you to think about how many people you know who straight up, y'all, and I have seen people do it, straight up refuse. Refuse. Get pissed off. Refuse, right? They will do anything, anything so that they Don't put themselves in a situation where they think they're going to look stupid. When I tell you that that is a cage that you put yourself in and you never get out of, trust, that is a cage that you build and you decide is gospel and you will never grow. You will never have cool new experiences. You'll never do anything because if you can't get past your irrational, y'all, it is irrational fear of looking dumb or looking like a beginner or failing at something. You will never do anything. You can put that on my headstone. You have to be willing to fail. You have to be willing to look dumb in order to get good at anything and to do anything. And there is few things more heartbreaking and I see it all the time guys and that's why I'm talking about it and girls dudes if you will like I see it all the time and it breaks my heart because the only thing holding you back and the only thing holding these people back is that you're afraid to look dumb and no one even gives a shit No one cares about you enough to say, oh my God, they should never have tried adult gymnastics because they don't even know how to do the skills. Well, duh, that's why I'm taking a class. Like, 
obviously I don't know how to do it. That's why I'm taking a class, right? I don't know how to do everything to start a business. I don't know how to do everything to have like the world's best podcast. Although I think it's pretty good. But if I let that stop me, if I let my fear, my irrational fear that somebody somewhere someday will think this is the world's worst podcast, will hate my voice, will think that I'm a fraud, will think I'm a piece of shit. I wouldn't do this. I wouldn't have a thousand downloads. I wouldn't be able to support you. I wouldn't do anything. All I would do is be miserable because people who, and if this is you, When you are so afraid to look dumb, to take a risk because someone somewhere will judge you. Thank you, Kitty. (laughs) He apparently agrees. You're not happy. I've never met anyone who allows, thank you, Kitty, who allows fear to make decisions for them that is happy. And I'll tell you why, because fear and happiness cannot exist at the same time. They can't, they won't, and they don't. You are either willing to be uncomfortable because the end result is happiness, or you are always sacrificing your life to your fear. And that is one of the most miserable spaces to be. And because my mission is to help you be happy, This is why we're talking about being willing to suck and being willing to look like an idiot today. There are so many times in my life where I am sure, I'm sure people have thought I look so dumb and none of those people have anything to do with my choices, my life, or the consequences of those things, right? All it is is somebody's opinion, which let me ask you, What does that really mean for your life if somebody has an opinion about you? Nothing. What consequences does someone's opinion, who doesn't actually have control over your life, some stranger or some faceless person that you're afraid of, what real life control or consequence can they have over what you do? Nothing. Except the power that we give them. Again, if you're not willing to put yourself out there and look like a fool, you are giving your fear of something that may not even happen. And even if it does, it doesn't matter. You're giving that fear control. You are feeding the wrong monster. What we do as an action is a choice. We are either feeding growth or we are feeding fear. There is no in-between. Now that doesn't mean that you're always on a personal growth journey and you always have to be doing things. Like that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is you have two monsters that you can feed. One is fear, which means you never do anything new. You're not willing to look dumb. You're not willing to suck at something. You never grow. You never take chances. You never do new things. Y'all, that is a miserable life. And if you're living that life, you know, because this is hitting home for you. Or you feed growth. You free, freed, you freed. (laughs) You feed freedom. You feed courage. Courage is a choice. A lot of people will say, it's, you have to move past fear. You have to blah, 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 blah. That's a load of shit, right? When we talk about how to suck at things, 
we're going to talk about what to do with that fear. The first thing that we do is we don't feed it. Now we're going to get there. So just remember that I said, don't feed the fear. If you want to do anything in your life, you're going to suck at it. Trust, you're not going to be good. Again, it took Mozart like decades to become Mozart, right? He didn't start at four years old being freaking Mozart. Simone Biles did not start as Simone Biles. Like that girl is the goat, goat. Oh my God, she's incredible. But she didn't start as Simone Biles. She sucked at first too. She only got to be Simone Biles by pushing past her comfort zones, by putting in the work, by showing up day after day, by being brave, by going for things. Like that's a really good example. Thank you, Simone Biles, for just like existing. Bless you. Um, So if you're like, Amanda, that's cool. But like, I can't possibly do new things because my toenails are too long. And um, I live, uh, I just live a life where that's not possible. The sun rises and the sun sets and the stars aren't aligned and I just can't do it. Or here's the other one. I need everything to be perfect before I do that. I need to have the perfect outfit and more training and more education. Or I need blah, 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 blah. That really is just an excuse for you to feed fear. You don't need things to be perfect. That is a fear mechanism. Your brain says when everything is perfect, we'll succeed. Because what are you really afraid of? Failing. You're afraid of looking stupid. You're afraid of sucking. I want you to suck more. Suck more. Suck all the things. Suck at all the things. That's really the goal I'm trying to get us to here is like do things that you want to do or that will get you where you want to be and understand that you're not gonna be super good when you start, that's okay. Everybody starts as a beginner. So now we get to the process where I teach you how to do this thing. How do we embrace the suck so that eventually we get out of the suck and into the good? Well, friends, you also have to embrace being uncomfortable. If you can't work through your discomfort and move while being uncomfortable, you cannot do any of these things that we're talking about. So that is number one. You have to allow yourself to be uncomfortable and to not let it stop you. You have to allow yourself to be afraid and not let it stop you. So we're not waiting for the discomfort to go away. We're not waiting for the fear to go away. We're not trying to change it. We're not trying to run away from it. All we're doing is letting it exist because the discomfort isn't going to go away until you get good at this thing. The fear is not going to go away until you have enough evidence of doing the thing without dying. Because your fear tells you, oh, if I put myself in this uncomfortable situation, if I do this thing, if I look stupid, I would, it feels like death. It feels like I'm going to die. And the more that we feed that monster, the more that we give in to that fear, the stronger it grows. And so now the next time you try and do it, it's harder. And the next time you try and do it is harder because what you have built is the association between being afraid of a thing and avoiding it. So now your avoidance impulse is way stronger than your discipline impulse. We want to feed the other monster. So we acknowledge that we're afraid, we acknowledge that we're uncomfortable, and we don't try and change it. We just do the thing anyway. We just do the thing anyway and we throw ourselves into it, right? Like 
For example, adult gymnastics. You literally have to throw your body into things. Now, that doesn't mean that I don't get in my own brain and I'm like, oh my God, God, this is scary. It means that I have to acknowledge that, yeah, I'm afraid and I'm going to throw it and just try it anyway. Because the worst thing that happens, well, probably the worst thing that happens is I break my neck. But that's part of it too, is accepting the worst thing that happens. Like, um... A friend of mine wants to start a business, right? And he's been very afraid of doing it and really worried and a lot of anxiety, as is normal, right? You're going to be afraid when you do things, especially when you put your money, your future, your time on the line, like starting a business. And he said, what happens if I fail? What happens if I fail? And I said, well, you're going to owe a bunch of money. Now, to some of you, you're like, I would literally rather die. Okay, maybe starting a business isn't for you. But the point of that is to say, if you can accept the worst thing that happens and say, you know what? I can work through that. I can live through that. I'll be okay even if that happens. Then we have accepted fear. Then we have accepted the discomfort and we can move forward. So it's not that we avoid the worst possibility or we don't acknowledge it. We're not in like la la poly pocket land. We acknowledge things that can go wrong and we move forward anyway. When we acknowledge what can go wrong, we can also make sure it doesn't happen. So we're realistic about what can go wrong and we accept it. This is why earlier I said courage is a choice. You choose to be afraid and do the thing anyway. That is bravery. That is courage. And that's how you get things done. We don't want to wait for fear to go away because you'll die. You will die before that happens because your fear is telling you, hey, self, this is outside of my comfort zone. I don't really know what to do. I'm not completely comfortable. And your fear kicks in and says, oh, no, no, no. Being uncomfortable feels like death. So we will do anything to avoid it. This is where your ego comes in. Your ego only wants you to stay in the familiar pattern. It doesn't want you to succeed. It doesn't want you to be happy. It doesn't want you to live your best life. It only wants you to conserve energy. It only wants you to be comfortable. This is why your fear comes in, why your discomfort kicks in, because your ego goes, oh, ho, ho, ho oh, this is outside of our comfort zone. And so I'm going to do everything to convince myself that it's not going to work, that it's too much, that I can't do it. That's why your fear kicks up so high. And this is why we don't want to give in to it because every time we give in, we teach our brain that if it gives us a little bit of fear, we back off. And so now your brain goes, oh, all I have to do is throw up fear. All I have to do is throw up barriers and we're not going to do shit. This is awesome because I'm going to stay in the same pattern I was in. I don't want to grow. I just want to be comfortable. That's what your ego wants. I want you to live your best damn life. That means that we have to do things that are uncomfortable. We have to get outside of our comfort zone. We have to grow. So we're going to release our ego. We're going to acknowledge those fear stories. We're going to acknowledge those protective stories. We're going to not change them. We're just going to acknowledge them. We're going to allow them to exist and know, we're going to know that we can move forward anyway. And your thoughts literally, physically cannot stop you. They cannot stop you unless you give them power to. So we're going to redirect our power into taking action. We're going to put our metaphorical blinders on and we're going to be like, yeah, fear, I see you. I'm just not going to pay attention to you because you can choose where you put your attention. 
You cannot choose your thoughts. You cannot choose your emotions. You can choose where you put your attention. So we're going to put our attention not on fear, not on what could go wrong, not on our discomfort. We're going to put our attention on the actions that we are doing. What actions are you doing? That is where we want to pay attention. Now with our blinders as well, we don't want to compare, right? I could spend the whole gymnastics lesson comparing myself to seven-year-olds who are literally doing like flips. I mean, they're really good. Like it's, it's, you know, it's embarrassing for me. Like I'm terrible, but it's fine. It's fine because they've done this for a long time and it's not about me doing what, what they can do. It's about me just having a good ass time and landing whatever I'm trying to do for that one or whatever progress I'm trying to make. So I try not to compare myself to others. It doesn't always work, right? These skills don't always work. But the more that we practice them, the better we get at them. So if I see a seven-year-old landing some like front flip thing that's really cool, I'm just like, oh my God. Well, I am can't even do a back handspring. But then I say, that's so cool. So like part of comparison is if we're in that comparison trap, you can just hype that person up and say, man, that's dope. Look at what they just did. That was so cool. I can't wait until I'm able to do that versus I'll never be able to do that. I can't wait till I can do that. Then I'm excited. Now I have something to work towards because my blinders are on. What am I doing? Where am I going? What actions can I take, right? So we don't compare, we put our blinders on, we find a community. The nice thing about adult gymnastics is I'm with other adults who, some have been doing it for a while, some are really good, um, but they're encouraging, they get it. They say, hey, you know, I was where you were. I was a beginner too. This is how you do it. So I have a little baby community of people who are like, it's cool that you suck because you get better over time. And I'm like, you right, boo, you right, I suck. And it's okay. It's okay to be like, you know, I'm really not good at this and I'm out of my comfort zone and it's fine because we're just doing this anyway. The other thing that we do is we focus on progress over results. I'm just trying to get a little bit better each time, a little bit stronger each time. I'm not trying to like be Simone Biles by next week, right? That's not what I'm doing. I'm not trying to score a certain amount on a test. I'm just trying to make progress. When we focus on progress, we get results. When we focus on results, we often miss making progress because our, our marker isn't on the right thing and our attention isn't on the right thing. The other thing I do is I just laugh. Y'all, I'm not very good. Like, it's cool. It's fine. There's other things I'm good at. But those other things I'm good at is because I practice them more. And so when I suck, when I, when I totally blow things up, like when it's just, oh, it's not good, I just laugh about it because what's my other option? Really, what's my other option? To be mad, to be pissed off, to not come back to cry? No, it's not a big deal, right? Part of fear tells you everything is a big deal. Everyone's gonna judge you. Someone somewhere is gonna have this thing to say. Y'all, I can't tell you how many clients I have worked with who say, but someone would say this about it. But my family will say this about it. But my mother would never approve. My dad would never approve. So, and they'll literally say, well, someone would say this about it. And I say, who gives a fuck? Who cares what this person you made up in your brain has to say about the thing that you're doing? Who cares? Who gives a shit? Are they doing new things? Are they challenging themselves? Are they growing? Probably not, which is why they're focused on you. 
People who are ahead of you will never dog you, but people who are under you will. Why? They want to pull you down. Your bravery is a threat because now they look like a coward. So people who don't support you, they're not for you. And who gives a shit what they have to say because they're sure as hell not living their best life? It doesn't matter. That's the wrong thing to put your energy and attention on. So we put our blinders on and we focus on us and we focus on the people that support us. And we focus on not taking everything so seriously, right? That's a control thing. You're a control freak. You want to control everybody's perception of you. Most people don't give a shit about you. And if all they have to say is something negative, they don't give a shit about you. They don't care. All they want to do is judge you. In that case, let them wallow in their judgment and die mad about it. It has nothing to do with you and what you want to do. The more that you can put your blinders on with other people's opinions as well, the easier everything is going to be for you. So let me repeat the steps so you guys have them because I know I tend to talk. So how to suck. We're going to embrace discomfort and our fear. We're not going to try and change them. We're not going to outrun them. We're just going to acknowledge that they're there and move with them because they're not going anywhere and they can't physically stop you from taking actions. We're going to release our ego, right? Your ego doesn't want you to succeed. It doesn't want you to be happy. It just wants to keep you in your comfort zone. And your comfort zone is where dreams go to die. So we don't want to stay there. We are going to put blinders on. So we're not going to compare to people that are way ahead of us on our journey. We're just going to focus on our own progress. Sorry, guys. And what we are doing. We're going to focus on actions we can take, things we can do to move the needle, to make progress. We're going to find a community of people who support us and who allow us to try new things without harshly judging us for doing so. We want people that hype us up. That is so, so, so important, y'all. And we laugh right? You're going to make mistakes. You're going to screw up. You're going to look silly. That's okay. That is okay. It is all a part of being human. So tell me something that you are going to try, right? So I'm doing adult gymnastics right now. What are you going to start? What are you going to try or get into or do something where you're a beginner, where you just suck? What are you going to go suck at? Let me know. I love hearing from you guys. And if you want a community of people who are going to uplift you and support you and just hella hype you up and give you the space to suck at things, livemyhappyhealth.com slash community is where you want to go. We are literally building it out for you to live your best life. I can't wait to see you there. So y'all be good. That is the episode for today. If you need anything, just give me a holla. Go suck at something. Okay, love you. Bye.